but yourself If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness You ain't with that, you probably living like savages Health, wealth, knowledge yourself If you ain't on that, won't nothing else help Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness You ain't with that, you probably living like savages What's up good people, welcome to episode 128 of the Project Rook Podcast this is your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. I'm your host, Rook the Great, baby. Now, I know you may be thinking, Rook, who the hell told you that you were great? And I would ask, who told you that you weren't? That's the question you need to ask. How do I see more greatness in you than you see in yourself how do i see more power in you than you see in yourself why am i so sure of what it is that you can do and you're not these are the questions people we gotta answer hmm you know though just that's what i know for a fact it ain't a person listening to me who does not know you know, you feel it, it resonates, you know it's true, you know that there's something deeper within you that's brewing, don't matter what it looked like, it don't matter how long you've been trying, it don't even matter if you just coming into it, there's a knowing, there is something that tingles just within the inside, it confirms to you that there's more to life, that there's greater, that I don't have to settle, that I really can go after and have every single thing that I desire, I can call it to me, it can be mine, and it has nothing to do with anybody else, that is not impeding on anybody else's ability to have those same things. There is something in you that knows You didn't come here to be sick, baby You know that You didn't come here to live less than your best It's just a knowing I'm convinced I'm convinced <sighs> I want to talk about um, I kind of wanted to dig into cancer a little bit Let's break that down, what it is. I think we've talked about it before. But um, kind of getting led in a different direction today. So maybe we'll follow that up with the next episode. Especially with the, with the death of, um, what's his name? Chadwick Bosman, I believe his name is. I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but listen, man. It was a lot of things I felt, you know, I kind of wanted to say, you know, initially when it went down, but uh, spirit was kind of telling me to just be quiet for a moment. I, I just, I, I, I personally have a problem with how we internalize things. And I know that's me. Like, I, I have a problem with how the things that happen outside of us we take those and we absorb it. We we take it and we make it ours. We we here's here's the here's a funny right here, right? All of the pain that happens outside of us, all of the devastation, all of what we consider to be tragedy, we can accept that. And we can find a way to connect with that. We can find a way to resonate with that. There's a similarity there between that and us, and we can make a connection. But 
When you see things outside of you that is extraordinary, what is what would be called miraculous, what is at one time deemed to be impossible, when you see those things happening, nah, you're not you're not as receptive to that. You're not as willing to adopt that. It, 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 you, you won't open your arms to that, to connect with it in the same way. And I got a problem with that. Because here's the deal. Death is death. It is what it is. We all choosing. I think it's unfortunate for anybody to lose their life, right? So remember, we look at everything from two perspectives. There's a physical perspective and then there's a spiritual perspective. So from the spiritual perspective, and when we use the word spiritual, we're talking about non-physical. That's it. Okay, don't get no deeper than that. Okay, unseen ram that's it so when we look at things from that perspective we know universe never gets it wrong the life the energetic force that none of us really quite 100 understand it never gets it wrong that there's a choosing there are things that are happening that are unfolding and there's a formula and a lot of those things are happening according to certain universal laws and principles and that is what it is so we understand it so there is no wrong there is no tragedy there is no bad there is what it is then on the other side of it we understand we, we look at things from the physical so from the physical <sighs> nobody should die from cancer nobody it's such it's, it's almost, um, yeah, I guess we could use the word. If we want to talk tragedy, yeah, it is tragic. It is tragic that someone could have their body give them symptoms, that the body needs attention, that there is imbalance, that there is something that the body is attempting to tend to, that is to attempting to rectify, to address and in the midst of that, in our ignorance, we would worsen that by toxifying the body. Like, do we understand what chemo is? Do we, it, it, It's insanity that this is considered normal treatment to me. It blows my mind. But let me stay on track. Let me stay on track. Once I saw the reports of, um, you know, Chad and it, it said he'd had several surgeries and he'd been undergoing chemo probably more than once. If he had surgery, I can already tell you they was taking parts of his colon out because that's what he reportedly had, colon cancer. Bruh, you cannot burn, cut, and poison your body to wellness. It, I, it can't happen. It can't. It's like Russian roulette. Like you can spin that gun around and just maybe when you click the trigger, you you on that empty hole, that empty shell, like th that chamber is empty. So, okay, you, lad, you, you hang on for a little bit longer, a little bit longer. But just common sense, people, it's going to be very difficult to do. Again, we're talking from the physical perspective. 
none of us know anything about what a person, where a person is spiritually, where they are um, subconsciously, where their their quote unquote soul man is. You you don't know how they are viewing life and um, what types of things they are internalizing because that plays a role in your health as well. And that manifests as illness in the body. So there's two types of people. You're going to see something like that happen. It's going to pop up on your timeline and you're going to see the age 43 and you're going to, you're going to start to feel mortality come before you like, Oh my God. Oh, Oh, oh that could have been me. Or, or, or that could have been somebody that I know that's closer to their age. And this is so tragic. And it's going to put an energy of doom and gloom over you. It, it is going to put you in a mindset that, oh my God, no matter what you do, you can be living a great life and you can have great resources and be be living your dream and you can fall victim to this. That That's, that's person one. Person two can look at that and say, man, damn, that's unfortunate. Man, I I hate to see that that happened to him, you know. Hate that for his family. But that won't be me. Oh, oh, I know. That's a terrible thing to say. You're supposed to, you're supposed to, you can't say nothing like that, right? That ain't politically correct. But the energy is different. Like, no, you don't want to see anybody pass, but you're not accepting that. You're, you're not going to look at that thing and internalize that to the point to where you create an energetic imprint that says, this could be a possibility for me in the future. Uh-oh. By the time I'm 35, I might better start thinking about this. By the time I'm 36 and 40, Oh man, like, do you understand what I'm saying? How these things can happen and you are now setting things in motion just by how you process them. Some of us are weirdos, right? Let let me go off on the tangent just a little bit here for a second because (laughs) I really, I really worry about some of us sometimes because we say things like, you know, now we no longer have a hero. What the hell does that mean? What does that mean? You don't have a hero. Well, you know, representation matters. Listen, listen, bruh, bruh. I'm not denying the fact that images don't play a role or can't play a role. I'm here to ask the question. So you mean to tell me that if you never see anything with your physical eye to look in the way that you, for the, for, for that image not to be representative of how you would like it to look or how you believe it should look. You mean to tell me that you just doom and gloom. We lost like LeBron silly ass talking about, I mean, just when we thought we thought we had it all. We couldn't be stopped. We couldn't be like, what does that mean? Because cause we got a black action hero. What? Okay. <sighs> Jesus Christ. People. <laughs> Come on, guys. Is this where we are? Like, uh, seriously? Because, yikes. 
I, I don't understand how you can be all powerful and yet a victim at the same time. I, I don't understand how you can be so superior and so magical and then at the same time say, well, if you take this external thing for me, from me, I'm destroyed. I'm nothing. My children have nothing to aspire to. Man, get, the, get out of here. I ain't got time for that. Choices, choices, choices is what we all have. And we're going to choose. And you're going to choose how you're going to process and perceive things for yourself. And so if you decide that that's doom and gloom for you, then that'll be what it is. That's your choice. If you decide that, oh, now this is a sign because I'm a black man and I'm close to this age. So, ooh, I better be on the lookout. Why would you be on the lookout for something that you don't want to happen? Why would you be expecting something that you don't want to happen? Why? Ask me that. Well, it's about, you know, being precautious, you know, preparing in advance. Why would you prepare in advance for something that you don't want to happen? Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. You don't have an answer for that because it doesn't make any sense. You prepare for what it is that you want, what it is that you expect. And that brings us to the topic of the day. That was a long intro, but here we are. The topic of the day is why you should turn and never look back. You should turn and never look back. Never. Everybody, they want to tell you how you need to never forget and, and, and don't forget where you came from. Like, I, don't, I don't go, I don't get down with none of that. Because anything that is not speaking life, anything that's not representing life, that is not representing complete health and complete wellness and wealth and prosperity and abundance, you turn and you turn from it and never look back. Never look back. No, I ain't got to check back on nothing. Because where attention goes, energy flows and power grows. That's how this thing works. And every time you keep your attention on a thing, you water it, you grow it every single time. This right here to me is the greatest task you're going to have of your life. Your attention, where is it? It's so easy to say, well, Rook, I understand that. That's common sense, you know, uh, where my attention is. I'm putting my attention on that. But I know you say it, but can you do it? Can you put your attention on the version of you? that you want to be true that version that you envision for if right now you're dealing with some sort of illness <laughs> it's the greatest challenge right here people can you keep your focus on the well version of you no matter how bad it is right now no matter how painful it might be can you lock into can you just where you're going can you turn away from what the past has said? The past, because every time we experience things, what we are saying to ourselves, it's like we collect in data. We know from the past this is true. Women who hate men, they know that's true based on their past experiences. They're in their mind, they know it's true, right? <laughs> it's a fact because, you know, I dated three men and all of them was trash. So it's got to be true. Every, all the other hundreds of million of men got to be trash too. Point of reference is what you create for yourself. Can you turn 
away from every physical memory that you have that contradicts with the version of you that you want to be true? Can you do it? Can you turn away (laughs) from the causes that people told you that you need to be down with? Because if you cared about women, you'd be over here with us doing this. If you cared about black people, you'd be over here with us doing this. If you cared about the country, you'd be over here with us. Can you turn away from all of that and never look back? That's the only question I could, we could end it right there. That's the only question I want you to ponder. And for those who don't want to do, do it. For those who say, nah, Brooke, that's the problem. You know, people need to know more about, they need to remember this and and don't forget this and yada, yada, yada. My question for you is how well has it been working out for you? How how, how well has you, re, you remembering, you constantly turning your attention back? I think there's something sick that's going on where there's a sick obsession with trying to, and, and black folks, I'm talking specifically to you right now, where you just want to remind white folks of how shitty they have been i'm not saying that you invalid with the examples you using i'm not saying those things haven't actually happened i'm asking you how does it serve you to keep replaying that same sad story over and over again he go another example told you he go another example told you see y'all need to learn how does it serve you is what I'm asking. It makes me feel good, Rook. It showed them that I'm right. That this is this is their people and this is how they've been doing for so and so long. Okay, I got it. Cool. How's it serving you though? Let me know how you doing that for the rest of this year, the rest of next year. Uh-huh. Give me two years of you doing that and tell me how that's going to move you forward. Tell me how that's going to help heal your body. Tell me how that's going to help put some money in your pocket and make sure your kids are good and you got extra resources to do the things that you really want to do. Tell me how those things help you. Because if you can tell me how those are beneficial, then I, by all means, I want you to continue doing it. But you staying in this angry state. This state of dis-ease where you're constantly at war with the world and you constantly at war with this illusion of white supremacy. You know what's so interesting about that term? You actually have to be, (laughs) we don't listen to the things that we say. Do, do, do you know that there is power in repetition? Repetition constitutes programming. So every single time you utter those words out of your mouth, you are cementing it, cementing that into your subconscious that you believe that white is supreme. You are doing that. See, you trying to give me examples of it being true. No, because see, look what's happening over here. Look over here. That's white supremacy. And every time you utter those words out of your mouth, you are saying that is true. Is supreme. You are making that true. You are making that your truth in your world. Congratulations, you've played yourself. As a man speaketh, <laughs> we ain't learned the basics. We so we are on this, some of us, crazy pursuit of trying to prove 
to other people why they are just trash. We want to true we want to prove to men why they're trash. We want to prove to women why they're trash. We want to prove to white folks why they're trash. And white folks want to true prove to black people why they are this this trash and thugs and everything everybody's trying to prove we in this race to see who is the better human being i'm better no because you really are trash but i'm better everybody's in this race <laughs> for the non-existent award of righteousness yes i'm the one well we all full of shit we all are we can go and pull everybody's card can be pulled about something i'm asking you how does that serve you can you feel so emotionally attached to a thing can you turn away from it and never look back can you turn your attention away from it if your family is being more of a detriment to you, more of a hindrance to you. Can you turn your attention away from them right now and never look back? Now, I'm not saying how that's supposed to look for you, right? I'm not saying that you never talk to them ever again in life. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like those things I wouldn't say because I can't speak for you and what you should do in those regards. But what I am saying is if something no longer serves you, are you willing enough? To stand solid on your own and turn away from it and never look back. Give no apologies for it. Give no explanations for it. Even sometimes when you don't really, you don't have an explanation why. I've had people who've wanted me to explain why I've kind of, you know, not even that I created separation. Separation just kind of found itself between me and them and it just is what it is. And I don't really have a particular reason. They just, I, I just, my spirit is no longer, uh, I don't feel it. I don't, I don't feel a desire or a need to have them connected to me. It's as simple as that. And people want to know why they, they feel like something has happened and that's the reason. And then they want to rectify it. No, just cause I don't want to, my spirit ain't feeling it. It's just as simple as that. Can you turn away when your spirit is directing you towards more? When it is saying to you that anything that you are connected to that says sickness is okay, turn away from it and never look back. Anything that you are connected to that says just having a little, you know, that should be enough, turn away from it and never look back. Anything that's saying to you that being abundant, being wealthy, I'm going to use the word that y'all hate, being rich is bad and evil and keeping other people poor turn away from it and never look back i think this message for me today real talk <laughs> and as much as i know that i have done it in many regards I think there's just another level of elevation that can happen from you totally disbanding, disarming, disconnecting yourself from those little plugs that are still connected to you for whatever reason. Okay. Could be time, 
could be family, could be friends, could be history, could be emotional ties, whatever those things are. But to really just lock into what is best for me right now and anything that does not align with that, I'm turning away from. Can you do it? Will you do it? That's the question. How bad do you want what it is that you envision for yourself? How bad do you want? Some of us are envisioning freedom. We define it differently, but some of us just want more control over our day. We want the freedom of finances to be able to travel and to take breaks or to go and be able to spend time with our children and still provide a great life but not be, you know, chained to another person's command, so to speak. Some of us are deeply desiring to be well. We just want to feel good. We don't want to be in pain anymore. It's exhausting. We don't want to not be able to enjoy our children You know, some of us have retired and can't even enjoy it. You have worked your entire life and now you're in a state of suffering. What does that mean to you is the question you got to ask for yourself. How much do you want that for yourself? Are you willing? Because sacrifices are going to happen. You just got to figure out what you're willing to sacrifice. Some people are willing to sacrifice their family for their career. Some people are not. They're not finding no circumstance where they sacrifice their family. They might sacrifice their sleep. They might sacrifice their health a little bit. They might sacrifice some finances, but they're not going to sacrifice their, their family because that's a priority. You have to figure out what is a priority for you. And if getting well, if being able to navigate this life so that you aren't coming apart Every single time the outside doesn't look the way you think it should look. I think it's real interesting to hear people continue to disrespect 2020. I know people are so-called joking, but what's so bad about 2020? Now, I know that sounds like a stupid-ass question (laughs) with all of what's going on. But what I'm saying to you is... Take what is offered and use it. It's like saying that a sunny day is a beautiful day and a rainy day is an ugly day. Who told you that? I said it, but who told you? Where where do we get that from? Because there's beauty in both days. That rain serves a purpose. We we got vegetation. It's growing the grass. (laughs) It's watering the earth. If it didn't rain, the days that we have gone through droughts in the past years, I mean, on I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, it was several months, depending on what part of the country you're in, where it didn't rain. And it got so bad where church folks was praying, you know, Lord, Lord, send the rain. And that's only until we get a little bit more than we want. And then now it's problematic. The point is, at what point, Is the outside no longer determining how you feel, how you operate, that they could release whatever they want out into the atmosphere and people could be falling over sick and it can't impede on you in no no sort of way. It don't touch you. They can do whatever with the economy and it still don't affect you. Like 
Why do we have to now wait? There are people waiting to feel good about the year. They are waiting for somebody to say, hey guys, it's over now. Open everything back up. Everybody get back to what y'all was doing. Enjoy. And now we excited. Why? Because that's a, that's a real tricky place to reside in. Because everything, your entire existence is is dictated based on what's happening outside of you. And the only thing that you can control is what's happening within you. And your inner state is going to help to create the outer form that you experience in your world. Yeah. Can you turn away and never look back? And never, I mean, truly, like never look back, (laughs) not glimpsing back, not just kind of looking in the peripheral, but literally never look back. Does it mean that much to you? Like, what are you willing to die for? That that's the energy behind what I'm asking. What is your deepest, truest convictions? Because there are people who, whose minds are just made up. And if your mind is made up, it just don't matter. Don't you don't we see so many examples of this? We see example after example that there are there there are people who can be in such severe circumstances and they pull themselves out because their mind was made up. Here's the here's the real cool part about making your mind up. It gives you a bullseye. It gives you a target. And when you can shift your your attention to that one thing, that's what you water. That's what you feed. That's what you grow. So it doesn't mean that those other um, aspects, those other, um, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Those other mm, circumstances aren't still there it's like it's like a person trying to pursue their dreams and they don't have the money it's they still don't have the money when they get laser focused right they still don't have the support when they get laser focused so those things are still there but they become insignificant it don't matter making any sense that's what gotta happen like in the midst of everything that's going on right now. So I talk junk. Of course I think what's going on right now in the physical is stupid. Right? I think it's one big game. I think the people got played. And we're seeing more and more evidence. And and, and eventually people, um, it'll be like 9-11. Right? So more and more people are going to start to see, okay, something ain't adding up. All right, somebody lying. Okay, this something in the milk ain't clean. And then you have those who will forever be convinced. It don't matter what you bring out they that this day story and they sticking to it right the world is ending i i went to the bank today and they were servicing people outside and people were still outside with gloves and masks on <laughs> so you know like that's their world no matter what so that's neither here nor there right like people are going to get in where they fit in but i forgot where i was going with that Mm. Oh, well, anyway, can you turn and never look back? Can you, oh, that's what I was talking about. We was talking about the physical and the non-physical. So, of course, I believe the physical is 
this part of what's happening is complete nonsense. Um, and there are ulterior motives and things that are happening that people aren't paying attention to. And no different from, again, 9-11, that because people just want a sense of security, they will forego anything. They will do anything to protect me. So if you got to make me stay in my house, I'll stay there. If you say I can't travel without doing this, I'll do it because it's for my safety. So that's the physical side. But on the non-physical side, oh, it's great. Oh, it's exactly what the people order. You think that anything could be happening right now that on a mass conscious level the people didn't bring about? Are you crazy? Of course we did. We asked for this. But look at all of what has happened on the other side. People have slowed down. People have slowed down. No matter what, people you have had to slow down. People have had to spend more time at home with their family. That's a good thing, right? No, we don't want it to be forced. But I'm just saying, just from a non-physical perspective, that's a very good thing. People have had to sit with themselves. Some people didn't like it, and it didn't turn out too well for them. But nonetheless, like, this is, we. you get what you ask for. So... There's a lot of perspective that is happening right now. There is a lot of inner work that's happening with people. There is a lot of shifting in perspective. Some people are now thinking about, man, I need to have additional streams of income. I need to really take my health serious because, you know, if something like this pops up, I, I, I need to make sure that I'm good and I can take care of myself and my family. So it's a lot of positives. It depends on where you want to, you know, keep your, your perspective and your attention on. And that's the point that I'm trying to make, that all things work together for good. All things work together for good. All things work together for good. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it straight up and what I figured out I'm so glad I'm gonna tell you what excites me about life is that I have lived long enough to figure some things out that's really exciting to me um I've just lived long enough for things to come full circle like ah okay I get it and what I've learned is that everything is just a matter of perspective. This whole, this whole entire life experience comes down. It's a mind game. And you're going to win it and you're going to lose it there or lose it there. That, that's it. The end. So as I'm thinking through how to fine tune, as I'm thinking through just how to stay in a place of gratitude. This this is another real master key for those, especially when you're struggling, because I know that when you're in a kind of down state or weak state or pain-filled state, um, sometimes you just get, you get sick of hearing the things that I'm saying, right? <laughs> you know, it's like you hear it, but it's like, yo, you don't get it, but I do. And that's why I'm grateful for the things that have taken me a very, very long time to figure out. I'm thankful for the things that knocked me on my back. I'm thankful for the things that destroyed me, literally ripped me apart. Because what I gathered from all of those things is that, oh, 
I got the juice. That's why I have very, very, very little patience for bitch assness. Very little. Softness. Us trying to, well, you're not making this a safe place. Well, we didn't feel included. So what? So? Get over it. Sometimes you ain't going to feel included. Because sometimes you're not. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> so, sometimes the environment around you, okay, is, is, is not what you thought it was. Sometimes your feelings do get hurt. Deal with it. That, that's how you build. That's how you develop. That's how you grow. There's no other way around it. So the question of the hour is, are you willing to turn away from everything other than yourself? <laughs> are you willing to put all your attention, all of your focus, all of your energy behind the pursuit of the greater you the desire see this isn't for people who don't feel anything like if you're not feeling a desire for more if you're not feeling uncomfortable about where you are or or a sense of dissatisfaction it's not that you don't that you're not grateful for what you have but there is there is something else that keeps pulling at you that says my life is greater than this that's you. That's real you on the inside saying that. So the question is, will, will, will you, or who are you faithful to? Who will you be faithful to? Oh, you, knew you. Are you willing to turn away from old you? That's how old you dies. That's how old you dies. You turn your attention away from it. No matter what you see old you doing. Because sometimes you're going to still see old you doing the same old shit, same old habits, the same old thought patterns. But the greater part of you knows, nah, that ain't it. You a liar. And so it keeps turning its attention back towards what I see for myself. Keep turning. And see, it's the subtle changes that really move the needle. And you just keep turning your attention. And before you know it, your attention span increases. You stay focused on that greater version of you longer. You still might peek back over. You still might have those moments where you catch yourself saying the same things that, oh, you would say, thinking the same things. But mm, it don't happen as often, not as frequently. That's how you start. You got you to gotta starve, oh, you. Les Brown says, feed your faith and your fears will die or your fears will starve. You got to feed what it is that you want. Your attention is your power. And I think that's the greatest lesson for me in 2020 that we all can gather. Like, oh, my good. Think about this. And I'm talk I'm going to tell you why I talk as much junk as I do, because I've been through just the, you know, little some something. <laughs> and when you've been through a little something, something you appreciate going through things and and being able to take something out of it so for me 
it's the gift. I'm always asking. I'm always looking for the gifts that life is is leaving. Cause le- listen, life leaves gifts all the time. We miss them. We overlook them. The gift to me of 2020 is saying your power, your attention is your power. Your attention is your power. Your frequency is your protection. That's what it's saying to me. It's like a confirmation of that. And I'm like, ooh, this is good. And I get an opportunity to put into practice what I've been talking. I, I, I get an opportunity to put into practice what I've been, been believing. I get an opportunity to further fine tune. Because I've been saying I was focused. This has kind of showed me, nah, not, not, not as much as you could be. Like, can you really... See, it's one thing to say you focus when you ain't got that many things going on around you to distract you. It's like, you know, the people who you see go off. And I'm not, you know, being disrespectful to those who really get into like a spiritual practice and they go off in other countries and, you know, have this time of solitude. I think that has its place. But it's easy to go off away from all the distractions and get into this real Zen place. Let me see you do that when all hell is breaking loose. And I think that's what this year is showing us. Depending on where you are, there's a lesson for everybody. Like, yeah, you said you was you was sharp. You said you was really honed in, lasered in. But let's see if we really get the outside cranking. If we really get things, you know, moving and grooving. Can you stay solid in where you are? And this is the, I really just want to talk to somebody who is like dealing with sickness because I know what it feels like to be in a place to where when you experiencing things in your physical body is very convincing. It's very convincing because the pain is real. Okay, the discomfort is real. The suffering, like you start to get the ball to rolling and it ain't, it's, it's going in the opposite direction that you want it to go. And, and it has to be something within you that knows. One, nothing lasts forever. Two, if my body is going through changes, it's for a reason. What is it trying to tell me? symptoms are there for a reason they are a signaling system it says we need attention whatever that we is inside of the body okay could say blood needs attention lungs need attention kidneys need attention liver need attention brain needs attention nerve needs attention whatever that is what it's ultimately saying so if you can just stay solid in knowing that all things work together for good that this I am experiencing this for a reason and I ain't talking about none of that hobo churchy mess because God trying to teach you a lesson type jump no 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 I'm get down with that there's a there there's a purging that happens in the body there are things that we bring into the body through not only physical but emotional um, a lot of us are experiencing illness in the body based on stress, based on fear, based on anxiety, um, being in a constant heightened state. And you are seeing that manifested through illnesses in your body. So being solid, 
that's what we working towards. Being able to plant yourself in the ground to where no matter what happens to you, you don't fall apart. That to me is a true sign of health and wellness, being well. That no matter what comes my way, no matter what, nothing can destroy me. Not without my consent, it can't. Nothing can take me out without my consent. Nothing, nothing and nobody put a spell on me. Please, that that spell can't touch me without my consent. You better know that, baby. You better know that for a fact. And that, to me, if we can gain that from everything that has happened, oh, it's the greatest year. Like, I kept, I be saying that. I write it in my journal, 2020. Man, greatest year of my life. Greatest year of my life. I don't really have like a one, two, three that has really happened that man would consider like, oh yeah, girl, that really was your greatest year. But the insight itself is good enough for me. Like, and I'm speaking it. The world will not determine for me what will be a great year. You will not determine that for me. You will not determine when I am excited about life. You will not determine when I am inspired. When I am hopeful, when I am joyful, you will not. You can give me every example of trouble and devastation and and chaos and uproar and violence and pain and suffering. Don't matter because I'm going to turn away from all of that and I'm going to never look back. I'm keeping my eye on the prize. This is what, what is the verse that goes, uh, I look to the hills from which cometh my health. That's what I look towards, the things that I want to be true, and I stay locked in there. That's that's my, I tend to sometimes, you know, it ain't 100%, but whenever I'm off, I, I reel myself back in because that's the ultimate goal. Your attention is your power. Your frequency is your protection. So wherever you are right now, I would just really ponder like, you know, I don't know, three things maybe. (laughs) What are three things that I am just deciding to turn my attention away from and not, like I'm not even having an opinion about it no more. I'm going to turn my attention away from it. Like when people start talking about it, I just ain't even going to chime in. I'm going to just be quiet because I'm no longer putting my energy on that because I realize that it has not benefited me. I realize I have been putting a lot of energy into that. When that energy could go towards myself, that energy could go towards my own wellness, that energy could that energy could go towards moving myself forward. I'm sorry to be the bearer. You can call it bad news, but I say the bearer of good news (laughs) and that is you cannot solve individual problems at a collective level. It doesn't work. That's what we're trying to do right now. Everybody wants to absolve themselves of their own personal responsibility of self-work, of self-assessment, of self-responsibility, self-accountability. Oh, we'll blame it on somebody. Y'all fix it. Y'all put some laws in place and make everybody equal and everybody be fine. Huh. I hope they do it. Let's see. I'm I'm willing to. Let's assess it and see if it works. Because I doubt it. I got my money on it not working. I I don't see it. I don't see how it works. Because you have to look within. 
How do you get out of the matrix? How exactly? You have to go in to get out. That's it. And getting out of the matrix is getting out of the illusion that the world, as you see it in your physical physical eye, is the real thing. That the world exists, that lack exists in the world, that sickness exists in the world. That's make that's matrix language. And the physical mind will start short-circuiting when I say that because you'll start to think of people who are genuinely sick. You'll start thinking of people who are genuinely struggling financially. You can give me all the examples you want. I didn't say people weren't experiencing it, but it's a reason. It ain't just because of bad luck. That's not how it works. So what are you willing to turn away from and never look back? <sighs> Don't pack a bag. Literally, like, life is saying to you right now, real talk, that you've hit a brick wall. You've been going down one path and you have hit a brick, brick wall. You cannot go any further you must shift paths so and when I say paths I don't mean the path just shift roads so to speak you must either go left or right you cannot proceed any further you have to change direction that's the word I'm looking for direction that's what life is saying to you right now what direction left or right where you gonna go because you can't go forward no more your spirit ain't allowing you that's why you're so upset don't you get that's why you you're not at ease right now why you can't sleep or why you having crazy dreams or, you know, why people around you don't understand and why you in just in a crazy mood or why you sick and you don't know why, you know, you, you it's a reason. Your, your spirit, your spirit is not at ease. It's not at peace. It's not at rest. And it's, and it is, it is trying to send you some deeper messages that you are not paying attention to. Your attention is your power. Your frequency is your protection. Figure out, create a short list of some things that you will decide for yourself. I say just for the rest of the year. This is just September. For the rest of the year that you will commit to beginning. You got to start somewhere. Beginning to turn away from. Turn your attention from. Doesn't matter what the world is doing. Yeah, but but either way, you're going to be... I had somebody tell me that. Somebody who's supposed to be real spiritual. Well, eventually it's going to affect all of us. Yeah, speak for yourself, buddy. You don't really believe as much as you say you do. You're a fraud. That's what I call. Because you can't talk this spiritual game to me on one hand and then backtrack and tell me that the physical is still going to determine how I operate on a day-to-day basis. That's a contradiction. I rebuke that. Sorry. So which one is it? Whose report will you believe? The world's report or your world's report? That's it. And whether you think that's crazy or whether you think that's a little psychotic, not my problem. But that, my friend, is a challenge before you. What will you feed? What will you starve? That's all I got for people. Till next time. Peace.